Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another Can I Own podcast. I am your host, Art Veal. Uh, Today, I decided to do something a little bit different, and I'm going to put the podcast with some actual video, just because I've had a few requests uh, to show... uh, to show what I'm talking about or to show myself when I'm talking, uh, I guess because people want me to, um, they want to see the, the passion in my face when I'm telling them how to do something when it comes to buying a house. So let's jump right into it today. Today, I'm going to be discussing how to raise money for a down payment. Um, this is something that's come up with a lot of families where they have the credit they need to buy a house. They have the income that they need to buy a house. They just can't seem to come up with a down payment. Um, so I'm going to first talk about how much of a down payment do you need? Most people are confused about down payments. Um, I've talked to a lot of families uh, in my business and when I do rent to own with families and a lot of people believe they need 10% or 20% down. And in some cases you do, but in most cases you can go with an FHA loan uh, or something similar. They have a lot of uh, non-traditional loans out now that will allow you to still put less money down, but about the lowest you can get is an FHA loan. And if you do an FHA loan, then your down payment usually is only about three and a half percent down. So on a hundred thousand dollar house, you're only looking at about thirty five hundred down. Now, having said that, just know that the down payment is not going to be the only cost that you incur when it's time for you to purchase a property. You're going to have closing costs. You're going to have the cost of a year's worth of insurance because uh, typically the lender is going to require you to uh, have a year's worth of insurance uh, put up, already paid for. Um, and then even if they're escrowing or especially if they're escrowing your insurance, they're going to want you to have that year so that they can build the escrow up over the next 12 months to make the next year's payment. Um, but uh, about three and a half percent as it stands now, you know, who knows how the market's going to change. But uh, at about three and a half percent is what they require now at a minimum. Now, the thing about that is. Sometimes going with the three and a half percent down is not the best terms for you because you can use some creative techniques to to come up with down payment money. But um, with doing those, you might not be able to qualify for the FHA loan. But that's not always a bad thing. If you can do a loan that doesn't require the FHA uh, requirements and still allows you to buy the house, um, then it all works out because at the end of the day, we don't care the type of loan we get as long as it's not a bad loan. We just care that we can get the loan and buy the house. So I'm going to go over a couple of ways that I've used in the past or that I uh, help families uh, get qualified when I'm helping them get qualified. Uh, a couple of ways we, we use to build a down payment. The first um, way that I'm going to discuss is obviously from your savings. Uh, and when I say savings, that means your what you actually have in savings, your 401k. Um, some people, 401ks, if you have one set up, they allow you sometimes to tap, um, or IRAs, I should say, allow you to tap money that you have in the IRA and you can pull it out. Um, sometimes just completely pull it out, or other times you can borrow against that money as a loan um, that has to be paid back to the IRA. Uh, and you can use that money to put down on a house, but you have to fill out some paperwork. 
and you basically have to tell them that you're going to pull the money out and show them a purchase contract and a couple of other things. But it can definitely be done. Um, that's one of the easiest ways is to use your own savings or the IRA. Uh, if you don't have that, the next area I will go from there is family and friends. Um, family and friends, a lot of times um, with all these um, GoFundMe and all these uh, pages where you can build, uh, get a group of people to help you reach a, a financial goal. I'm not against those. I'm just kind of... You know, I'm not really a big fan. I've had some clients that have been very successful with setting up GoFundMe pages and those kind of things so that they could, you know, come up with a down payment and their parents would contribute money, their friends would contribute money. Um, now, if you're going to use one of those kind of forms to put together down payment money, you have to clearly show where the funds are coming from. But again, so you need to use one of the platforms. Don't just go to family and say, can I you know, can you give me some money um, for buying a home? And the reason that the lenders often require you to show where the money is coming from because they want to make sure you didn't borrow the money. So they want to make sure if your father or mother or your parents gave you five or ten thousand dollars or whatever it is, they want to make sure you're not expected to pay that money back. If you don't go through one of these services and you just go directly to your friends and family, then you're going to not only need the funds, but you're going to need a letter that's signed and sometimes notarized by them that says that they're giving you this money as a gift and it is not expected to be repaid. Um, if you're going to do that, then the best way to do it is to take the money, put it into a savings account, and then hold it in the savings account for three months because typically the bank wants to see the funds in your account for three months. That's if you don't have the gift letter. If you have the gift letter, then you don't usually have to wait the three months, uh, but it depends on the specific lender that asks for that. Um, once you've exhausted family and friends and everyone that you think that you can um, go to and ask for a gift, and it doesn't have to be a significant gift. Again, it can be a small piece of a large pie that uh, everybody's giving. Uh, the next one would be one of my favorite ways to get a down payment, and that's called OPM or other people's money. Um, when I teach about creative financing and buying a house with creative options, one of the best ways to put together funds quickly is to use OPM, other people's money. Um, the best other people is the seller. Um, you can set up terms with the seller uh, of the property to have them give you a credit uh, toward the closing cost or have them give you a credit toward, um, toward buying the house. And then but you need to check with your lender first. But then once you do that, then um, they'll as long as the house appraises. See, it's a little bit tricky with OPM because what lenders what happened in the past was lenders would have lenders would say, OK, we'll let you use, um, you know, the seller to give you a credit. And the seller would say, I'm selling my house for one hundred thousand dollars. And you say, well, I need ten thousand dollars to do the loan to close this loan. And the seller would say, okay, I'll just raise the price up to $110,000, give you a kickback on paper of $10,000, and then you'll buy the house from me for $100,000. After a while, banks got wise to that, and they uh, started making it where the seller, uh, they, they have very strict rules on how a seller can give money back to a buyer. So you need to check with your lender first if you're going to go that route of using other people's money. Um, the way that I 
sometimes buy property or help families buy property where we do I've done deals where every dollar of the deal is done with owner financing so the seller is not just fronting uh, some money toward a down payment but they're they're basically loaning the entire amount and in that case the seller becomes the bank um, they become the lender and you set up the terms the same way you pay an interest rate um, I've gotten the interest rate as low as zero percent um, and you know you pay a payment every month just like you do a bank um, and there's a couple of pieces that you should do with that but I love using OPM and other people's money I typically prefer it to go toward buying the entire house not just toward the down payment but by all means you can do it where you're just um, using it toward a down payment and that's a great way to get get financing the last way um, which is, is this is not really the last way but it's more of a bonus is if you're not ready to buy right now let's say you've got some credit issues or something that's holding you back from buying right now the last way is to um, use automated savings and I, I love automated savings automated savings is um, I talk about it in uh, the six steps to home video series but it's essentially where you set up different things that allow you to um, create savings automatically so every time you do purchases every time you uh, get a paycheck anything that you do you automatically get a um, you automatically get a payment or, or the payment automatically goes into savings and you're able to build up a savings rather quickly that way a lot of times we don't realize how much we spend um, you know eating out and that kind of thing and you can build up our savings and a down payment pretty quickly so I hope some of these ways might spark uh, a thought in your mind about how you can quickly build a down payment um, if you've got some ways that maybe I didn't touch on or maybe you're curious as to can you do it a certain type of way um, leave a comment in the section below and I'll be sure to take a look at it uh, we can see if it's something that makes sense or maybe it's something that violates the rules and you'll know from there if it's something worth pursuing but um, you know leave me a comment I'd love to hear from everyone I'd like to hear if you're getting something out of these podcasts if uh, the information is too basic should I be a little bit more uh, in-depth or should I keep it light and airy because you know I'm just teaching the basics um, to try to get you to look in different avenues of how to get qualified to buy a house. Either way, I'd love to hear it. Um, and by the way, I want to thank everyone that has gone on to iTunes and left a review uh, and gave us five stars. We've got uh, a few five stars on there that are, that are great. Um, if you haven't already, please go on to iTunes and leave a review uh, for the podcast, the Can I Own podcast. Um, if you have questions or you want a topic that you want me to discuss in the podcast, then by all means, leave a send us an email at support that's s u p p o r t at caniown.com. I'd be happy to answer the question and give my opinion and possibly even an answer. So uh, until next time, I wish you the best. This was a little bit of a short podcast, but it got directly to the point. Hope you enjoyed it, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks a lot.